hope that the recording caught all of that. That's going to be an amazing intro. It did not. <laughs> well, fuck me then. You'll have to call me fat another day, Rob. <laughs> that was caught, though. He called me round, y'all. He called me round. Speaking of fuck me, hello everybody and welcome to Turbo, a Sakura Rangers podcast where I just embarrass myself all the damn time. Who am I? I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. And to round it all out, I'm Amy, the Pink Ranger. Who apparently thinks she's fat, because I in no way ever said that. Who is full of spite. <laughs> yes, full of spite and her. <laughs> and false accusations. <laughs> yep. I was, was going to go around into a huge tracts of land thing, but then I realized Tyler's not here today, so we can't go and you know, trigger him. You said Tyler's, Tyler's not queer today? He's queer every day. Yeah, very queer, very queer. Ladies, I'm sorry. Just kidding. There's nothing wrong with that. I love No, him. no, nothing at all. I nothing did. at all. Except oh, for the no. ladies that love him. Oh. How's everybody doing? Muy bueno, my nacho. I'm doing <laughs> I'm half awake. Do you like how I just defended uh, the homosexual community and all Hispanics in like two sentences? I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Yes. Defends the homosexuals, and just offends all of the Hispanics. Well, no, I shouldn't say all the Hispanics. All of the Spanish-speaking Hispanics. And probably some actual you know, Spaniards. I... No, this no. is why we don't have a bigger <laughs> fan following in oh. Spain. Maybe I should be more politically correct. Oh, like bullshit. There's no, there ain't no such thing as politically correct in this group here. I like salsa dancing and Mexican food. So. You basic white bitch. <laughs> so basic. So basic. Uh, yep. I'm going to say this on the girl. internet. I bought underwear and on the booty. It says basically not basic. <laughs> I can't tell um, if that's going and saying that the rest of you um, isn't basic or if you're just a deluxe model booty. Just basic bitch butt. <laughs> so like, you know, it's kind of like when you wear the Monday underwear on Saturday. It's telling, it's lying. Those underwears are full of lies. And holes. <laughs> and a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, what are we talking about today? I don't know. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. Uh, so, in a shocking moment that we all had a few minutes ago, Cole came up with a fantastic idea for a subject. Thank you, Random Topic Generator. <laughs> just trying to give you some credit and just... I'm taking that credit away. Fuck straight, that straight, straight down the hole. Just yeah, screw that crap. Do it to yourself every time. Pretty much. I try. Oh my god. Okay. Cool. So... Since you don't take credit, do you take cash or check? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. PayPal? That's... Cr mm. Nah, we'll go. We'll, I'll stay. I'll stick. I prefer physical money. Uh, what about uh, gold tender, uh, precious metals, or uh, some sort of cryptocurrency? Do you accept Dogecoin? <laughs> yes, Much Dogecoin coin. is always acceptable. Much coin, so rich. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note, if you're not invested in Dogecoin, I really have to go and say you might want to at least go and throw 10 bucks into it. I am expecting that to go and increase like crazy in the future. But that's 
not sound financial advice for everybody. Yes, today is the episode where we talk about finances and what stocks to invest in. And what about the longevity of your computer parts? Will they depreciate? You'll see with Rob. No. The short answer to that is invest in high-end video cards. The cryptocurrency miners will buy them. The gamers want them. They're not in stores. Get going on that. What about magnetic LED lights? I feel like that's what we should invest in. Magnetic LED lights or magnetic LED fans? Both. All the LEDs. (laughs) The more LEDs you have, the faster your computer will run games. Yes, that's totally the way that it works with a proper power supply. I built a computer. I know these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're crashing and burning already. All right. So I could go and spend an hour going and talking about the proper etiquette for building a computer because I have built three of them in the last month. Uh, <laughs> Rob, when building a computer, does your fork go on the right or the left? And what about your napkin in your lap or tucked into your shirt? <laughs> so your napkin goes underneath the parts because you don't want to go and discharge static electricity into them. So you're using that as a buffer between you and the table and hopefully your socks that you don't have on because, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Number two, as far as the fork is concerned, the fork stays the fuck away from the power supply. <laughs> well, shit, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, and you wonder why it is that you've been playing black screen Overwatch for the last three weeks. I thought it was a new mode. <laughs> nope, spoiler alert, you went and burned out one of your or one of your PCI Express power connections. Well, fuck, that explains why I'm not healing you, Rob. Sorry. Yeah, thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> <sighs> now, speaking of uh, Overwatch Excellent. and basically everything else that Amy is going to go and cosplay... Uh, no, it's a secret. It's a secret, guys. I'm shooting a secret cosplay tomorrow. That is Overwatch and, related. Which is Overwatch and slutty and stupid. And I'm excited <laughs> to see it. Yeah. Instantly, everybody these... here perked up. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's gender bent and uh, that's it. Cult. It's gender bent. It's gender bent. Yeah. And stupid. <laughs> And it's going to be amazing, believe you me. <laughs> We're all really excited about this. Amy doesn't anyway, have a Patreon, but let me tell you, if she went and th- threw this at me and went and had one, I would throw all the money at it. Oh my god, whatever. <laughs> but moving on, what was yes. that? What are we actually talking about? So, uh, legitimately, actually, uh, rolling into things that she does, uh, characters that she wants to go and do, and all that. Uh, We're going to talk about something that I used to have a reputation for and don't anymore. Um, And something that a lot of people, I think, actually miss when it goes and comes to cosplay anymore. Uh, At least as far as people that really want to go and excel in the craft of cosplay. And that's the budget stuff. How to go and do it on a budget, ways to go and maximize your dollar, and alternatives to just going and either buying prefabricated equipment or in some respects, using traditional materials, the ways of working around stuff. So to Cole's credit, great subject concept. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit here today. So uh, uh, anybody want to go and start or should I just go straight into my spiel? I want to start. 
You want to start? Amy, you have the floor. Hey, do I have the ceilings in the roof too? Uh, that no, you have the ceiling. Good. Yeah. Is that because you raised the roof? Oh! Wow. Uh, I'm terrible. I was going to do this, but then it didn't work. <laughs> he tried to do the party hang loose signal, but he lost his finger in a shark bear accident. He was no, attacked by sharks and bears at once. A shark bear. Uh, okay. Yes. I struggle with cosplaying on a budget these days. I used to be a lot better. And if I worked and did shit ahead of time, I would be better. Because the people I know who cosplay on a budget the best make a list, stick to it, um, and give themselves ample time. Because for me, if it's the week before con and I need something, mm -hmm. I'm going to spend whatever I can to get it. So, like, uh, if I need, like, gems for something, it's cheaper to resin cast them, but it takes more time. So I'll buy, you know, like, prefabricated pendants or, you know, whatever fabrics easiest to work with. Uh, so, like, making a list and having a plan helps a lot. I don't know, though. I've gotten really bad. Like, I used to be better at uh, bargains. Like, I'd go to Goodwill. I'd find fabric there. Uh, but now I've gotten addicted to like nice fabrics <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard these days. Like, you know, what the most discouraging shit is, is when you're halfway through a build, you've already purchased everything. You've already cut the fabric so you can't return it. Googling how much it would cost on like cosplay sky or Mick costumes. Like, oh, it's under a hundred dollars. And I spent over that on fabric. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone else tortures themselves that way. But... Uh, there's some truth to that. There is definitely some truth to that. Um, just making a point here, I, I do intend to go and do something more serious down the road, and Amy's generously helping out with that. But uh, just for kicks, for packs, I wanted something that was going to be comfy to go and wear. So uh, Spirit Halloween has a really nice looking, but you know, really basic in terms of details, uh, fallout jumpsuit. So I'm going and printing up a gun, doing the pip boy. And yeah, I mean, for 50 bucks, I couldn't go and buy material that inexpensive, quite honestly, for that. And I suck at sewing, so that's not gonna help very much either. So I'm trading Amy down the road to go and make me a better one, but just to get this done, yeah, sometimes it does make sense just to go and buy at least a base for what you're going to be working with. I plan on going and doing different accessories and all that stuff to go along with it. There is some uh, wiring components like for the heart monitor, and there's something that goes and attaches just above the ass line that I'm not entirely sure what the hell that's supposed to do, but it's clearly... It's a butt plug. Yeah, it's a butt plug. Okay. Uh, if it wasn't before, it is now. Yep, yep. It, it, it shall now forever be known as the butt plug, uh, which is very metallic and full of diodes. So, you know, eep. Uh, it knows when you're scared. Yep. <laughs> it can sense the clench. <laughs> cool. That, that is the funniest thing I've heard you say in a while, actually. Thank Bravo. you. Thank you. <laughs> actually, no, when it, can, when it comes to. When it comes to um, like bargain style stuff, I will admit I'm not the best at it. Um, my very first cosplay I ever did, um, I did well for for a con was Sanji. Mm -hmm. You cosplayed Sanji? Mm -hmm. What? What? I've told you. I've, I've never you, heard this story. 
I've told you guys this. But when I got, I'm pretty sure you were here when I said it last time. But anyway, um, I'll show you pictures when we're done. Um, Say it every time. (laughs) But anyways, when I first did it, I decided I'm going to do as much thrift shopping as I can with this. So I went in and did I went into what we call Valley Village, which is essentially our Goodwill. Um, yeah, and, we, we have them here too. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure, but yeah, I went into the Valley Village. I looked around. I found a black black suit that was just a little bit too big, and pants that were just a little bit too big, and because I wanted them to fit to me perfectly, because I was going to get them. I was going to get them altered, and then I also went. Where did I go? I went and got some cufflinks. Or not cufflinks, but some buttons, some gold buttons for the suit that had anchors on them. Because apparently, I thought that was a needed thing. <clears throat> Bought the wig from China, <clears throat> just randomly offline, online. It took almost a month and a half to arrive. Um, and I, but then I also went into a, a tailoring place because I didn't know anybody who sewed at the time. I just went into a tailor into a very local uh, sewing shop, uh, shop, and then I had um, the woman th- the woman there alter it for me. And <clears throat> geez, I think for that, I because I made two versions of it, one with the sh- with uh, just the shirt, like the second version and the first version. And I think I did, I think I maybe spent about just over one hundred and twenty five bucks. I think, which I yeah. think was. Learning how to sew and edit Goodwill clothing can be really cheap, though. Like, like if you didn't have to bring it to a tailor, that probably would have been a lot less. Oh yeah, if I had actually known part people to that knew how to probably probably sew, or I would have just. You knew how to sew. Well, if I knew how to properly it's not sew. A hard skill, honestly. Oh, I know. It's just at the time I didn't really have the want to try and do it. Do you want so, to now? Probably eventually, yeah. Yeah. Do it. No day like today. Sewing mm-hmm. machines are less than a hundred bucks. Carpe diem, my friend. Yeah. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Buy some sheets from Goodwill and make that shit. Oh, God. But Six anyway. Stitch the edges to hell. Oh, <laughs> God. But the in any case. man serger. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, from that, though, I was... That was my first cosplay, and like for it was, it looked really good. I I enjoyed the costume and fit well. Now I'm pretty sure it won't fit because my stomach has grown a couple inches since then. But uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Get on that rigid zone, the liposine, not the liposuction. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's it's kind of weird. The longer that you're in it, yeah, it actually gets harder to go and do the budget because. Yeah, we all go and learn a certain sense of professionalism and we have a standard that we set for ourselves and going and buying costumes, you know, whether it be cosplay sky or eBay doesn't always feel the best. That's true. Yeah. When somebody says they like my costume and I bought it, I don't feel the same sense of accomplishment. And then I can't go into that conversation of like, how did you do this? Oh, I did this. And I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It really is. Cause I mean, it's I so used to go easier, yeah. and it's so cheap and it's so much less stress. Well, and, and I think that's one of those things that's kind of been lost from the whole, 
that's part of what I think is hurting the cosplay community right now. Because even though, especially the anime conventions are growing almost exponentially, really, with the rate that they're going and increasing in terms of attendance, I'm seeing fewer and fewer cosplays every year. And I'm seeing a lot more of, you know, it, it, well, it still is a cosplay. I'm seeing a lot more of things like Deadpool going and running around more because, oh, I get to be a meme in real life rather than, oh, I get to really showcase my craft. And while those who do go and showcase their craft are getting, I think, more attention now because there is less out there, there's less competition, so to speak. It's also, I think, creating a bit of a hostile environment for somebody who does just want to go and show up in costume, regardless of whether or not it was bought or, you know, if it's just low quality or first time going out there. Rob, can you always tell when somebody has purchased versus made? Not anymore, to be honest. Like That's there are what some... I'm feeling. It gets harder and harder. The yeah, like... ones are getting better, and the people who are dedicated to making it are getting better. There's so much more. There are so many more patterns and resources uh what really gives it away is material choice yeah but then some people choose cheap materials anyway you know yeah no and i mean i've seen some amazing costumes made out of what really is cheap material compared to what it probably should be done out of mm -hmm. um th this might be a little bit of an unfair thing to bring up because it's done to such a high professional standard but um some of the stuff that mama samu has done which Everything she does is amazing. I am shocked with some of the materials that she's chosen to use for certain elements of her costumes because some of it actually is cheap uh, cheap fabric. I disagree. But As someone who's cosplayed with Mama Samu, I spent $50 with her on three yards of fabric. I understand uh, that. Like, I don't know. For me, that was the most I'd ever spent on fabric at a time because I always, I before that point, had been primarily using cotton uh but she's like, no, we need this heavyweight satin because the weight will hold nicely and you need to use the reverse side because the flash will look bad on the satin and it'll make it look cheap. It was really yeah. interesting. She actually, so she goes to California to get deals on yeah. things, but the fabric she uses is actually, like she has incredible knowledge of fabric theory. Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to argue that at all. Like I said, this is not something where she does cheap fabric all the way through the costume. It's not even to go and say that it's necessarily bad fabric in any way. But because she's so good with fabric theory and understanding of how it works, something that would traditionally, if you were doing it, you know, period accurate or something like that, would be a far more expensive build to go and do and be different material designs. She's finding ways to go and work around different budgets and finding different materials that go and create a better expressiveness or a better contrast. Like what? Like what, honestly, her Cinderella dress, we talked for like an hour on everything that she had done with that. And don't get me wrong, the material in there is all really nice, but not necessarily what she originally wanted to go with. A lot of what we had talked about during that period of time, she was going and mentioning how originally she wanted to do this element in a different fabric type, but decided to go in a different direction, number one, because of how she wanted to go and sew it in. And number two, because she was worried about the extra weight of the material she wanted to use in the first place, maybe not laying properly on there. She would have spent actually more money had she gone with her original plan, but ended up going and saving, I think she said a couple hundred dollars by switching over to other materials that actually ended up looking better in the long run. Hmm. Part of her thing is that she is so good when it comes to identifying different material types and on how they're going to come together 
she actually has managed to save herself money versus what I think anybody that was trying to maybe go and sell a concept or, well, in some cases go and showcase, you know, their cosplay bravado or their craftsmanship might go and say otherwise too. She's amazing in the way that she does that. But like I said, it's not necessarily budget or it's not necessarily going on the budget side, but she's very good about budgeting with the things that she works with. Well, and for some people I've talked to, uh, there's like certain realism, a certain amount of realism they want to capture with their fabric choices. Like yeah. uh, she was the taco cosplayer at Sakura Contest last year and she lives yeah. near me. I don't remember her name because every time she tells me it's loud. Yeah. <laughs> I do not think I will be able to find her because I have not been able to find her yet. This beautiful <laughs> woman, this beautiful yeah. woman who lives near me and cosplays so well, but I can never find her. Uh, we did a panel at a local convention talking about how she was cosplaying from Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the people who cosplay from Attack on Titan do the jackets and leather. But she even put that much thought into it. Be like, wait, these guys are disposable. They're dying like fruit flies. Uh, I want this to be canvas because they wouldn't invest full leather jackets in this period for grunts. I just thought that was really neat how she thought about not just what color it was, but what would make sense within the context of the universe. Yeah. And that was that like blew my mind at the time. I was like, oh, you're right. Like for me, I would think more expensive fabric, leather, better. But canvas makes more sense. It looks just as good. Yeah. No, totally agree with that. No, and that's... I haven't thought about it in, the, in terms of context for, like, Attack on Titan, but that's actually really brilliant. Um, I, 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 I want to steal Cole's thunder here, but I've done Sanji as well. I've been in a lot of One Piece groups. Fuck, and my thunder. Is it my turn to do Sanji? I'm going to do three different versions and wear them on three different days. Has anyone here done that? <laughs> Nobody's done it. I'll be the one. Guys. You just had to get her triggered, didn't you, Cole? I'm going to cosplay Sanji. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, the hottest Sanji piece. ever. <laughs> I've not watched One Piece and I never will because it's too long. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, but uh yeah Google what he looks like <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> well i'm a woman of my word <laughs> this is going to be interesting very very interesting but uh going back to this so i'm not going to talk about my experience cosplaying sanji um Something that was really cool, and I hate to say this person is not with us anymore, so I'm going to go and keep names out of this. Uh, but had a friend, we'll call him Kip because that was his nickname. Uh, long story on that one, and he was very fast. Did it make much? Did it make much more sense than Killface? Exactly. Only, only a little bit more. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, no, there is... Boy, all 360 on that one. Um, one day we will talk about the story of Kip. Because, God, the fascinating guy. Uh, but 
this was like the most obsessive One Piece fanboy that you have ever met. The guy looked like Luffy, could act like him, was just insane. And that's normally not the character that you go and find people cosplaying from One Piece. Because when you have a character that is that, dare I say, cartoonish, it's hard to go and capture that in person. And somehow or another, he managed to go and do it. And he did like nine different versions of the costume as time went along. The original version, he wouldn't just go to the store and just go and buy a cheap shirt and go and cut it and make it into Luffy's vest or anything like that. He insisted on going and having something because of the way that the world of One Piece is set up. He wanted something that would have been proper materials for like an 1870s uh, shipwright to go and wear. He wanted something that was going to be the right weight, the right durability and all that stuff to go along with it. As the series went along, he went and did Soul Brother Luffy, which involved an afro and boxing shorts. And I mean, he went as far as to go and resource shorts from the company that goes and does like all of the Floyd Mayweather fights and all that stuff. And then when we went and got to... Uh, Oh, God, what was it? Uh, One Piece Strong World, the movie. He wanted to go and do the long coat with all of the accents on there. And he actually taught himself how to go and sew an entire coat. And it looked absolutely gorgeous. And it was done up in this brilliant uh, velvet all the way through. Because he was trying to go and capture this elegant mob boss look all the way through. And that was really awesome to see. Also, that was probably the most expensive set her series of Luffy costumes ever made in the history of mankind. Because he took it way too damn far when it came to realism for a series that didn't need it at all. So, uh, I'm actually trying to remember where the hell I was going with this. But um, that was the first time I ever thought about the context of materials to series and all that. And it's a cool thing to think about. And some people are going to take it that extra mile and deserve to be appreciated for it. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people still go and buy their stuff on eBay, Cosplay Sky and all that stuff. And for somebody that needs to be on budget, that's big. And it should not be, uh, it shouldn't be looked down upon. I would say as far as spending goes, the tiers are generally the cheapest option is... Goodwill cosplay. Mm -hmm. Next cheapest would be, depending on the costume, some costumes are over 100 but you can get most costumes for under $100. Yeah. Next cheapest would be internet, unless you're using, like, Goodwill sheets or cotton or broadcloth. Yeah. And after that is making a costume, as far as, like, cost of materials. And then if you account for, like, per hour how much your time is worth, mm -hmm. which, I don't know. I've always thought about this, like, uh, keeping a little log on my spending on cosplay, which I don't do. Uh, and then when I post an album, posting how much I spent on each costume. Because I did I did my first paid shoot recently, and I'm going to get paid $100 for it. Uh, but I spent over $100 very easily <laughs> on that. And it's fine. Like, I get the costume. I get the photos. It's good. But... Uh, like you, it's so impossible to break even. Even if you're somebody who does guest events, cosplay is so hard to break even on. Like, yeah, and trying to do so to me uh, doesn't feel good. Like, I it feels better for me to do it as a hobby, and that's just 
for me, I can't try to get money from my hobbies without it compromising my enjoyment of them. Well, and, and that's part of it, though, is that this is part of the reason why I didn't go into computer sciences or IT for an actual profession. I love working on computers, but it is a hobby to me. If I took that on as work, I know I would end up hating it. And I know a lot of people who have gotten into cosplay and work very hard at it mm-hmm. and have come to really despise it in a lot of respects, but it's the career and livelihood that they've decided to go and invest their time and effort in, which I don't understand really the mindset you have to come from to be into it like that. Cause like Amy said, it's hard to break even. And if you're trying to do something more with it to try and make money on it, that's even more difficult. I so respect and revere uh, Hannah that we had on last week from HK hugs. She's amazing. I don't know how she does it. That is such a hard thing to do. And how she still loves it is honestly inspiring to me. Exactly. She's one of the the few people I've seen that really does get that. And she does amazing work too, which even further compounds this. I mean, she she is a unicorn. There are not not cosplayers like her. She is a unicorn. Yeah. A very pretty unicorn. She's so beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, for for me, this is going to sound dopey. Uh, When I first got out of high school, I was really into acting. I was really good at it. Uh, I actually had a few meetings with John Cipher, who Mm -hmm. played Prince Charming opposite Julie Andrews in a TV special that was the most viewed in the world. Mm -hmm. This is going to be like low-key bragging. I'm sorry. You guys brag on yourselves all the time. I'm going to brag about myself today. Uh, You you deserve to brag. Go for uh, it. Um. And, you know, he helped out at a, a theater I was part of. I was doing community theater for a while. And he's like a derailment. And he was, I, I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, would you like some acting lessons? I was like, yes, I would, because you're famous. He was in uh, Don Quixote. He was on Broadway. He was in the He-Man movie. Uh, he was in, um, what was the other one? Robocop, the mm-hmm. movie. So he's, he's like, he's famous. He's famous. He's a famous dude. Uh, and he said to me, he's like, some people have it. Some people don't. You have it. If you go to LA, I will tell, I will hook you up with an agent. I will tell people about you and you can pursue acting. And I didn't. And part of it was fear, honestly. Uh, and then part of it was not wanting to comp, not wanting to do something creative as a career because it would compromise my love for it. And that's the same thing with cosplay for me. I will always be creative. I will always need that outlet, but needing to rely on it will, will hurt my love of it will add stress. And for me, financial security is extremely important. And, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a dental assistant. Uh, it's not the most high, it's not the highest grossing. I'm a lead dental assistant. Haha. <laughs> it's not the highest grossing profession, but it's consistent. There'll always be a need for it. There won't always be a need for a paid cosplayer. There won't always be a need for an actor. Uh, so kind of personal. Sorry for the rant. But no, no, that's, I, it's, but that's it's exactly just, what we're talking about. That's great. It's and good that Hannah can do that. Like, such bravery, honestly. Such yeah. bravery. That anyone can do that. You know, any of these famous cosplayers. And ingenuity. Because cosplay itself is not a product. Unless you are making for others. Which is so time intensive, it's hard to break even and get pay yourself even $10 an hour. 
you know? Yeah. 3D printing helps some people who do modeling break even. But I mean, the hours it takes to sew a garment, hand sew, hand fit. If you charge hundreds of dollars, you're still only giving yourself about $5 per hour for your work. Yeah, well, I uh, <laughs> any anytime I go and try to do the math on that stuff, I remember, uh, Cole, you, you probably remember exactly and how this was written out, but uh, I remember uh, Mama Samu, who's going to be name dropping here a lot. Uh, she made a great post about uh, somebody going and asking, you know, what it would go and cost to go and do uh, one of the princess dresses that she did. It was Belle, if yeah. I remember correctly. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and she went and said, you know, really, was, her realistic for, for quick clearance, it's the gold bell dress. Yes, yes. <laughs> And she went and said an honest answer for, you know, what it would realistically go and cost just because of material costs alone and all that stuff. And what was it, like 2500 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. So more than my first car, but worth it. Uh, Considering and, she's won like five competitions with that dress. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the person came back was like, whoa, that's out of my budget. What can you do with like, what was it, 200 or 400? I think it was like 200 bucks or something like that. Yeah, and it's like a template. <laughs> what? Yeah, a template for that dress. Yeah, it's like, I don't think that enough people really appreciate, and I think part of it's also because of the abundance of cosplay that is available online now, whether it go and be from uh, eBl or eBay, a cosplay-specific store like Cosplay Sky uh, or Hello Cosplay, or if it's someplace just like Spirit Halloween, quite honestly, they're getting into a lot of theater-quality stuff now because there is a market for it at this point. Costuming is no longer just about Halloween. It's and all year round sort of deal. But I don't think enough people appreciate just on how much effort goes into stuff like what Amy does. Cause, and I know that Amy will never go and take this compliment seriously, but she is seriously one of the best cosplayers that I know, not just because of how good she does in the costumes, but because of the amount of effort, time and quality that comes out of her cosplay work itself. Exactly. She's and, fantastic with it. Mama Samu is fantastic with that. HK Hugs, fantastic with that. Uh, God, Gabby's uh, handle. Heaven's Like Cosplay. Heaven's Like Cosplay, thank you. Redleaf Cosplay is amazing. Redleaf Cosplay, yes. I didn't thank her last week for being such a sweet bean. Yes. So I, I have to boost her extra this week because I oh, love geez. her. She won the cosplay contest at Versus. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How was this not mentioned before? We love her. We love She's know. been a guest on this show. No, yes. that's why I, I went up to her and I'm like, hey, the soccer rangers say you're pretty cool. I'm Amy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she's been on the she was on the show before you joined. I know. Yeah, because she's in the, the Discord we have, but yeah, I, I introduced myself to her all awkward like that. And we talked for a really long time about making Fallout suits. And She was the one I carried to the was, aid station uh, two, three years ago. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be your friend. So oh. she wants to collaborate with me. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you're, uh, her craftsmanship's epic. Yeah. Of epic proportions. She cosplayed, I don't know the new Pokemon. I only know the first two. And then it's like, but she cosplayed not Natu, but like it's evolved form, Zatu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She cosplayed Kajinka Pokemon based on fan art. She like contacted the artist and asked what materials they thought things would be made of. 
And like, this was a casual con, but she brought like reference pictures. <laughs> she asked to cosplay the fan art. She's yeah. sweet. Like she just has the cosplay etiquette down. I Oh yeah. She's, I, I got to gush her about her a little bit just because I had no idea that she won at Versus. She and did. The rankings we, were first place was Red Leaf Cosplay with her Zatu. Second place was Kawaii Basu with her uh, Beach Widowmaker. Mm -hmm. And her gauntlet and gun was all made of EVA foam, but she sealed it so well it looked like it was like 3D printed. Damn. Like her her like precision with doing things. And I'm like, how did you get this so straight? She's like, oh, I freehanded it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Some people I, are freaks. And I mean that I, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> she is a talented freak. Quibus yeah. is so beautiful. And she's such a sweet girl. Mm -hmm. uh, so much love. Um, and then I got third as Rin Ishtar. With my costume that's falling apart <laughs> I, I, mean, I still stand by just i'm trying to do i've literally carried that I've, I've literally carried her across the convention center oh i'm trying to do the hk hugs thing where you don't point out the flaws in your costumes so yeah. never mind don't great. do that no no <laughs> shut up shut up don't no uh, you're amazing you got they're third abusing me. they're abusing me <laughs> <laughs> no but i kate from red leaf she's amazing i we have not had really a bad guest the entire time that we've been doing this podcast she is somebody that if i could have back every week i would do it because she is so much fun she is so infectious and she is like amy like tyler like cole the embodiment of what i think a convention goer should be somebody that is just easygoing great to get along with and somebody that appreciates you as much as you appreciate her. Aww. She is one of the nicest people that I have ever met. And um, this is going to sound a little bit conceited, but there's a reason for this. Uh, she is my equal in cosplay, not because I am anywhere near as good as her as a cosplayer, but because she has been in the game as many years as I have and has not lost the spirit. That is one of the most say, but hold on i have to jump in just a teeny tiny little bit here because yeah. i know for a fact you have told us this before that you were this close yep i know and she told me that she quit for a day <laughs> like i said i'm not her equal in terms of craftsmanship quality or any of that stuff but she still believes in what the cons could be what they used to be and what we hope will be again. I fucking love that woman for that reason. Plus, she's one of the craftiest sons of bitches I've ever met. I mean, some of the things that we... One time we had a discussion via Messenger that lasted for about an hour and a half. Just about her addiction to balls, the energy drink. And the things that we want to do with the bottles. I used to go and make chandeliers in high school in metal shop going and using those bottles. She upped the ante on everything that I went and threw out as an accomplishment. I fucking love that woman. <laughs> uh, somebody stop me here. I'm, 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 I'm gushing She's about my cosplay girl. crush. She's a sweet girl. She yeah. is lovely. She She's is very, very lovely. talented. She just knows. So, like Mama Samu, fabric theory. Yeah. She just understands. She knows fabric. She understands. And you know how you get to know fabric is screwing up, and that's expensive. Cosplay yep. on a budget, 
<laughs> yes, that's what we were talking about. Mockups are helpful for cosplaying on a budget. You buy some good, you buy, Goodwill's not cheap. I, when I say Goodwill, I mean literally any thrift store that isn't Goodwill. Yeah. Um, the rift store that uh, supports good causes. Don't be afraid to rip apart old, like, rip apart established clothes and turn it into a cosplay. Yeah, it's good to play. Like, that would be my advice to a new cosplayer would be play. Just play with the things. You know? And if it doesn't look good, think outside the box. You know? Like, I don't know. And that's the kind of thing that makes me sad. I've talked about this a lot. I only have so many things to say. About like 3D printing, like I have a Cricut and my shit's symmetrical and looks good, but there's some heart that is lost with that. Yeah. I love flaws in cosplay for me. I also love the heart that goes into a cosplay that was meticulously designed. I think though the flaws in cosplay are more endearing to me because I'm an impatient son of a bitch and I make a lot of mistakes. And I love when people make mistakes and they come out and they rock it anyway. Like, yeah. There's something so endearing about that. And I don't know. I'm sure people are like, I want to be sexy, beautiful, awesome, amazing, and perfect. And I'm like, great. But you're endearing to me. <laughs> but you're a dear and you're cute. And I love what you're doing. Because we're all just nerds. We're literally dressing up as fictitious characters. Like, what? <laughs> How seriously can you take that? <laughs> but that's an awesome way of looking at it. And yeah, those flaws sometimes are... I think in some respects, the cornerstone of what we do in our costumes. Perfection, in some respects, is kind of overrated. I make this point just because it's generally not a really fabulous costume, but buying something, buying a costume, there's a lot of really good-looking stuff. We talked about this at the beginning on how there's some stuff you purchase, and you can't really tell if it's handmade or not unless you get right up on it. And even then, sometimes that doesn't mean anything. I actually I'm think sorry. it's what. Oh, sorry. Does hmm. the way you say, but you can't really tell until you're right up on it, reminded me of a story. I can't remember exactly who it was. I think it was somebody that we knew, and it was. I think this was a story that Sam told us. Mm -hmm. But it was one of the stories where Sam was a judge at a cos at a cosplay contest, mm -hmm. and she was. And one person came on in the creators category. Well, like, what was it? It was like, I think it was like 80% of the costume had to be created by, be yeah. handmade or something like that. And this person walks out in this cosplay and gets asked, did you make this whole thing? Yeah. One of the other judges, two doors down, is like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember that conversation. Yeah, I can't remember who that was, but yeah, that was a great story. It's just like, wait a minute, I recognize that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is getting kind of hard to go and identify that stuff. And something that I've noticed that's kind of fun, and I mean, I'm as guilty of this as everybody else. Somebody pointed it out to me, and now I've noticed other people doing it. Sometimes there's that area that you screw up on your costume and you do your best to overcompensate everywhere else, whether it's the way you pose or the way that you act to go and take as much attention away from that imperfection as possible. And it's like, sometimes it just goes and draws more attention to it in the process. And I just kind of love that. It's fun. <laughs> I don't know. Like making mistakes is how you learn. I don't, exactly. I, and I'm bad. I'm not somebody who will remake things easily. Something has to be, Real bad. 
for me to remake it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's because my costumes have a lot of flaws. But it, I don't know. <laughs> Rob laughed. And in dead silence. Rob is a stinky poo-poo head. Rob is a doo-doo brain. Rob is a doo-doo bunny. Rob is full of doo-doo in his pants. Sorry, Rob left, so that's what I have. Yeah, to he do. Met, he left in the middle of that. The, that I got scared. Moment. I got scared without my daddy. Where's my papa? <laughs> papa. But in any case, though, is there anything else that you want to add when it comes to bargaining? Like for when when it goes to cost the dollar bargaining? store. Here's what I used to do. Uh, I used to just go up and down the dollar store aisles and take anything I could use to like make a cosplay with like oh craft bell great or like uh I don't know I took a part of wind chime once to get the gem for a princess jasmine cosplay I did like you can find so much shit at the dollar store they have work gloves they have led book lights I've taken a part of book light before for leds uh my my advice is go to the dollar store and then go to the not goodwill thrift store uh, make lists, plan, give yourself lots of time, uh, and then just go buy a costume online instead. <laughs> well said. By the way, Poopy Head Doo Doo is back here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I heard every word of that, Amy. Daddy's going to be having a word with you after this podcast. I love you. Please don't call yourself Daddy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah, that I agree. That's very fucking creepy stuff. Yeah. No, uh, you know, the only other thing that I've really got to contribute here is don't be afraid of alternative materials. Yeah. I've seen good. a lot of things out on the internet because one of the best things you can do for yourself if you're trying to go and actually be on a budget and go and do a good cosplay is there's a lot of tutorials that are out there on the internet for how to do things. Not all of them are right. No. I've actually run across a lot of them where I'm like, why would you do it this way? There Number is... one, you're burning a lot more material. Number two, you're actually taking more time to do it. Number three, that material is never going to go and give you what you're looking for. There's not one way to do it. Exactly. There's no correct way. Like, yeah. yes, there are correct techniques. Finish your seams, guys. I know, but you want your costume to last longer. Uh, for EVA foam... Use a knife and then heat up the seams and then take it apart so that you get those smooth edges. Don't just use a dull-ass knife and drag it through with excessive force so you get chipping. Don't use your sewing scissors on the other shit, Amy. Uh, you know, there are correct techniques, but there is no correct way. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my stuff, and I've had some people go and look at me in horror going and saying this, but a lot of my stuff actually comes from Home Depot. Weird the as that sounds. Spot. Yeah. In terms of props, in terms of alternative building materials, granted, you can't go and do this when you're going and doing a Disney princess dress. There is nothing at Home Depot that is going to help you with that. <laughs> Just want to get that out of the way here. Wrong. Buy the coveralls, dye them blue, cut them up, bam, you're Jasmine. <laughs> Oh, 
Well, I've just been proven wrong. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, but, I've, I've read a lot of stuff where people go and use EVA foam to go and do just about everything. I've seen people going and talking about going to uh, reclaim material houses to go and look for piping and things like that, to go and do guns and staffs and all that stuff. And it's like, Guys, I've seen people literally go and make uh, staffs out of old her old copper tubing, uh, sometimes lead pipes that were reclaimed from somebody's old house. And it's like, there's such a thing as PVC. If you just need a little bit of EVA, it's not the least expensive way of doing it. But if you need something in a hurry, you go and buy floor mats from Home Depot. You can get away with that kind of stuff. Uh, when you're going and looking at construction adhesives and things like that, yeah, you can go and do things like Mod Podge, which does actually work pretty well, but is water-based. So there's a lot of things environmentally that can go and break that down. Or you can go and get weather sealing material. I do a lot of stuff in uh, Bondo and fiberglass. It's a little bit costly to get started with. But once you've figured out how this stuff works, it can go and be a great way of going and sealing incomplete lines for very little money, ultimately. There's a lot of things like that that can work out. Even when we're looking at things like armor, you need a good underbody base to be able to work with. And sometimes, you know, EVA is kind of the thing that everybody recommends anymore. And EVA does work great, but there's sometimes limits to on what you can do with that kind of format. Sometimes you need something to go and help smooth over on there before you go and rubber seal the stuff or go and use an alternative material. I'm working on a costume right now, and I was trying to figure out how to get these really thin blades set up for shoulder pads. So what I ended up doing is I went over to Home Depot, found a set of football pads. I'm going and using that as the base, and I'm using ram board to go and make the extending shells that go and come off of it. And then I'm going and wrapping in automotive vinyl. That sounds like a lot of steps there, but I could go and spend $40 in EVA doing the same amount of material work or I could go and spend $10 on each one of the components and have a lot more left over at the end. Sometimes it's about going and planning ahead and going and having more material at the end than necessarily what you'll need for this project, but could be applied to other things as well. So, um, yeah, that was a little labored podcast, wasn't it, Cole? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Just a wee bit, just a wee bit. But, uh, I'll fully admit that, we're all tired here. Well, <laughs> There's been a lot of stuff going on. It's been a busy week, so uh, things are coming together. We'll be more together next week, and it'll be fun, everybody. So Exactly. Amy, any final words for the uh, people out there? We know on how much everybody looks forward to your cosplay advice and you know how amazing your stuff is. So anything you'd like to go in and impart? Any final words of wisdom to the audience before we leave? Yeah, I thought we were still going for a little bit. I had a whole other thing. I'll say it real quick because they're probably like, yes, yes, it's over. No, Amy, stop. Uh, fucking Photoshop saves so much people like money on renting mm -hmm. studios, on like buying lighting equipment and stuff. Like, I'm sorry, I'm such a huge boner for HK Hugs cosplay these days. Uh, <laughs> she has these photos of her Zero Two and she posted before and after edits. She took those in a messy room full of cardboard boxes. She photoshopped in this ballroom instead of like renting a room and everything. It looks amazing. 
Yeah. So I don't know. This is a weird advice coming from me because I like can't use computers very well. Uh, but like, I don't know. Photoshop can actually save you a lot of money. Or if you have people who like can do good photography, your cosplays can look really expensive. Yeah. Um, well, and that, so I don't know. That's an actually an interesting point that I hadn't thought about in terms of the budget cosplay discussion actually has to do with that. Because to your point, I mean, even if not Photoshop, because God knows Adobe's expensive, um, even just with on how inexpensive chroma key equipment has become, I mean, it's not up right now, but I've got a 9 by 15 green screen that I use whenever I'm going and doing any mock-up stuff or if I'm going and... Uh, doing any photography work. I use GIMP. That is a free photo editing software. Chroma key makes it so easy to be able to just eliminate the background and superimpose it onto anything. That's actually awesome. I had not considered that before. Bravo. Yeah. Oh, yay. Good new content. Well, I'm just thinking of it because I'm doing a photo shoot tomorrow and I'm trying to do things cheaply. I'm trying to make things look like other things, if that makes sense. I'm mm -hmm. hanging up a lot of fabric, so it looks like I have a nice backdrop. Uh, you know, so, like, and I got shop lights instead of nice lighting, and we're going to put white umbrellas in front of them. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's interesting what tricks you can kind of do. And there's a lot of information about it out there, including this podcast. Hopefully, we've been informative. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else to go and contribute? Because, um... nope, I'm clean out. Nope. Okay, cool. Nope. Oh, dear God, Cole put down his hair. It looks yeah. like Harry Knowles in the 90s. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Honestly, I'm not sure myself. Oh, and my headphones fell out, so I didn't hear your response. Oh, well, it must have been a good one. <laughs> How about you close out the show, Daddy? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Daddy's going to go and close out the show now. So, yes, uh, Daddy, thank yes. You. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry if you call your significant other Daddy, but I say that satirically every day okay goodbye <laughs> take it away daddy yep and, and now daddy. everybody knows what amy's pet name for me is anyway thank you very much for listening to us everybody uh check us out on google play music on itunes on soundcloud until december 31st and then bye bye to that garbage uh yeah go and hit us up on uh twitter uh Follow our Instagram. Uh, I'm surprised with how many people are actually coming over to that. I did not expect that that was going to be a social media platform that worked in any way for us. But It's because HK Hugs plugged us. Oh, dear God. That that amazing woman. That adorable woman. <laughs> I haven't even plugged us. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on the podcast every week. Come on, I girl. Am. And I just hit 500. Yeah. So we're going to go and get drinks after this, but uh, go and send us emails, uh, soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com if you got any suggestions, ideas, maybe some uh, some show subjects that we could go and talk about. You know, we're always looking for new ideas, especially when we're tired out of our minds like we are this week because, you know, we're all working on things either in real life or getting ready for packs. Woo! That's a month away. Oh, a month. Not even a month. <sighs> 28 days. And her, then now her stress just went through the roof. I have to make cosplays. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll go and catch you next week. Look forward to it with a brand new guest. Take care, everybody. Go and cue the Metal Gear Solid intense music. Go and 
Probably. Yeah. Now I can't even go and make this joke. I was going to say something about Amy's stress levels and go and ring it up, but no. If no, we're getting kidding. Metal Gear Solid music, I'll go get my cardboard box. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. We're done. Ah.